welcome to today's episode of the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. Want to increase your financial IQ with today's episode, which brings me to today's topic, which is based on a survey that was recently released. It got a decent amount of uh, press. Uh, It was done by LendingClub.com and Payments.com. And it was a survey that talked about the number of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. I've talked about this in previous seasons. I always find this information, this data to be amazing and a bit depressing, but we'll talk about more of that in a little bit. So as of December, 2022, the survey found that 64% of U.S. consumers said that they were living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, 64%. That, again, pretty amazing. That equates to 166 million Americans living on razor-thin budgets. Now, I don't know if this survey is accurate or not. Uh, you know, I'm not going into the details of their, uh, how they came up with the survey and all of that stuff, but I'm going to assume it's representative because when I see surveys and research on this subject, this is pretty consistent with the general theme. Uh, The thing about this stat, which is alarming, is that it has worsened year over year. So if you go back and look one year before 2022, when the survey was done, the amount of uh, Americans who said that they were living paycheck to paycheck was 61%. So it went from 61 to 64%. If you extrapolate that out, across the entirety of the U.S. population, that means that 9.3 million Americans found that their financial security worsened over the last year. Um, It's a double whammy, right? It makes sense. It's a double whammy. You had inflation, which is eating into people's budgets, especially people that are at the lower uh, income levels in this country and the people that were barely getting by before Inflation really eats into the budget. Uh, As an example, groceries from December of 21 to December of 22, groceries increased 12%. I mean, that'll put a crimp in a lot of budgets. I think you would agree. So the first part of the double whammy is inflation. And the second one is rising interest rates, which have driven up the cost of debt. Car loans are up, mortgages are up, credit card rates are up, pretty much any borrowing you do comes at a more expensive price today. So this saddens me. I I find it so disappointing. Uh, I don't think this is a good commentary at all on the state of the U.S. Uh, So it's kind of a bummer. Uh, What's even more amazing to me is the study found that 51% of Americans who make over $100,000 find themselves living paycheck to paycheck. That's got to shock quite a few of you who are listening to this. It really doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, So some sour economic news, I think, on the state of American budgets and household wealth. So let me just talk a little bit about my experience. I've been a financial planner for going on 31 years now. Uh, I think this issue of living paycheck paycheck to paycheck is typically avoidable. This is not always the case, of course. Every situation is different. But I really think 
by and large, greater financial security is usually within your control. And so if you are listening to this, or you have children, friends, family members, coworkers that are in this bind of living paycheck to paycheck, um, there are things that they can do to help improve their financial security. Again, this is general advice. There's some people that, you know, just have been dealt a very bad hand. But as I said earlier, by and large, I think people control their own destiny when it comes to this. So as we wrap up, let me talk about a few key things. I'm going to keep it very simple. I really wanted to get this survey data out to you. But first off, uh, live beneath your means. Uh, try and live on less than you make. And most people, most of the time, in most situations, this is doable. It may not be easy. It may mean you don't do everything you would like to do. And it also may mean that you don't do everything your neighbor is doing. But that's good, smart financial management. Live beneath your means. Have a reasonable lifestyle. Avoid debt is the second point I want to make. Avoid debt, especially consumer debt. I think a glaring example of this is people that are overbuying cars and having massive lease payments, large loan payments, which today in the U.S. is over $600 on average for a car loan with the average length five years. That probably means in a lot of instances, you're buying too much car uh, and you could probably help yourself out financially by downsizing your car purchase. I don't think you necessarily need to sell your bike and um, sell your car and bike to work or do something that extreme, but a lot of people spend way too much money on cars and it holds them back from financial security and slows their progress to financial success. Uh, the third point I wanna make is build an emergency fund. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, that means if something happens, you don't have anything to fall back on. We counsel our clients, and this is conventional wisdom, I'm not a revolutionary when it comes to this, is to put some money in the bank, typically three to six months of expenses, so that if there is an interruption in income, an unexpected expense, you have the emergency fund to fall back on. That will do wonders for you and really provide greater financial security and increase your peace of mind. The next point is to save and invest. If you're living beneath your means, being responsible with debt and avoiding consumer debt, if you have an emergency fund, you can and should be saving and investing for the long term. A good example of that is 401ks, retirement plans through work, which often have company matches where the company will contribute on your behalf, but you want to save and invest for the long term. Uh, the next point is kind of all encompassing of the previous couple. You want to have a plan. You want to be purposeful in what you're doing with your money. Have a good idea of what you're spending money on. Have a good idea of what you need to do to increase your financial security and to build wealth over the long term. Have a plan. And the last point I will make is to work with professionals to help you. That means a team that might include attorneys, accountants, and financial planners. Obviously, I'm a financial planner, so I'm a big fan of that. That doesn't mean that you can't do it yourself if you wanna put in the time and effort to learn, to research, to stay on top of things.
but I have found that people that work with professionals will tend to have better results over the long term, minimizing the mistakes that are made and maximizing the capture of various opportunities, stringing together many, many good decisions when you're working in partnership with professionals who are experts in their field and are looking out for your best interest. That's what we strive to do here at Elliott Wealth Management. So if there's a way we can help you, please reach out. Uh, you could go to the website, ElliottWealth.com. We offer a complimentary consultation if you're not a client and want to talk to us on how we might be able to help you win with money more than you've been doing before. And if you're a client and you have some stresses and maybe feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck, if we haven't spoken about it, please, I encourage you, reach out to us so we could talk about ways we might be able to increase your financial security and put some things in place to get you in a better position. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I will be back with you on the next episode of the Simply Financial Podcast very soon. Thanks for listening today. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with SagePoint Financial.